like Brent Lori, and I bet I could watch you spread your air out all day. But when you're done doing whatever, when you're through playing whoever, you know that the Nats fans will be right here waiting for you. Hi, everyone, and welcome back to Resting Pitch Face. This is episode 20. I'm Kay. I'm Laura. And I'm Sydney. And yes, you did hear that right. Laura is back with us uh, for at least this episode. I'm not sure if uh, she'll be back with us for one more before she's actually back in the country. But hopefully, and for now, we've got her here. So, Laura, want to say hi yeah. again? Hey, hey. So I'll be back <laughs> probably within a couple weeks. So, you know, we can, we yeah. can do the next one with me. Um, I am not back with you geographically, as Kay mentioned. So hopefully my connection will hold. It's full, it's full, it's full. Mm -hmm. um, but I'm really excited to be back with everybody. I have been following as much as I can. There's not actually any baseball in Europe. I, I, don't really know, I, I don't really know what to do about that. It's summer and there's not baseball here. It's strange. I've been in withdrawal. It's fine. Um, so I've been keeping up as well <laughs> as possible. But, you know. Um, there's all these people with these names that I've never heard before that are apparently playing in our outfield. More on that later, but it's been very strange. I don't even know what's happening. But hi! I hope everybody hi. back in the U.S. is having a good summer. <laughs> have you tried talking to Europeans about baseball? I have. They they kind of look at you. I actually had a conversation today with the boyfriend of the friend who I'm staying with about my idea for how to get baseball to catch on here. He's like, well, you know, I'm trying to be separate. It's probably not working. There are many sports that are already very popular. I don't think they have time. I'm like, okay, so tell me when soccer ends. So I have this whole proposal going for like a short season summer thing. And I think because there's a pretty narrow gap where there's no soccer, but I think it could work. So more, I'll, I'll, I'll work on it while I'm here. I've got a couple more weeks, see if I can get this going and I'll report back on whether it works out. I was going to say, does soccer actually end? I think it just kind of goes forever. I feel like as baseball fans, we can't <laughs> mean to other sports about the duration of their season. That is a fair <laughs> point. Um, like, I feel like that's not, yeah, that's that's yeah. not fair on our part because um, <laughs> we were watching. I was watching a preseason, you know, uh, one of the preseason games uh, the Nats played this year, and my husband, who isn't the world's biggest baseball fan, was like, "All right, one now," and I was like, "That doesn't even count. It does not count." To be so, fair, the other the other sports that have massively long preseasons, like I feel this way about football too. I'm like, don't they start technically in like September? Why are we talking about August? Why are they playing in July? Like, yeah. <laughs> well, um, and I also had to explain to this guy today that the American League and the National League are not geographically anything sensible. So again, those who live in glass houses stone throwing all that stuff there's not a whole lot of sense happening and i feel like you don't necessarily realize that until you try to explain it to somebody mm -hmm. yeah and then you realize that it makes no sense yeah i think the hardest part between us-based sports and and soccer in in particular is the the league system where you can be elevated or lowered depending on your team's okay. performance what versus... is that that messes with my head like crazy we yeah. we have talked about this for like an hour before so i'm yeah. gonna just kind of no that's fair that's fair <laughs> um 
I, it, it's weird and strange, but as you said, we have the American and National Leagues that don't make any sense. So, like, right. Well, <laughs> and now I'm proposing, as you guys heard yesterday, I'm proposing that we move the Mariners to Cyprus. Um, <laughs> because Cyprus, as some of you may know and some of you may not, listeners, is an island in the Mediterranean. It's very beautiful. It's where I am currently. And I think that what they need is a baseball team. And the Mariners would be thematically appropriate because everything here is, you know, sea themed because it's an island you can't go very far without having the sea come up in front of you again um so i think that moving the mariners <laughs> to basically any city in cyprus but you know the one i picked arbitrarily was the city called pathos which is sort of the region that i'm in i think we should move the mariners to pathos we can have the pathos mariners and then we can have international baseball it'll be great <laughs> the travel time will be a little bit rough yeah. but other than that, i think it's foolproof but I think everybody would enjoy, like, oh, I have a long travel to go to Cyprus. Like, yeah, you could build a stadium <laughs> that looks over the Mediterranean. I just kind of liked the the image of you being menaced by the ocean. Like, wherever you go, it's there, watching, <laughs> waiting. Like, I'm like, yeah, I've been on the islands, and I never felt like the ocean was following me around. <laughs> but it doesn't feel menacing. I think you're reading that into my words here. I just think it's kind of nice that it doesn't matter which direction you start going in. You can't go for more than a couple hours on the highway when it pops up in front of you again. That's actually larger than I would think because a couple hours on the like I can't go a couple hours on the highway here and not wind up in the ocean. So well, I think if you go west, you can. Where you're going. Yeah, I think again, <laughs> west is pretty safe on that one. Okay? I'm just, <laughs> I'm just saying, like I think of like the islands around on the east coast here. There's no, there's nowhere on the east coast that's an island or a peninsula where you could drive for hours, not yeah, well, counting so, going west. Long okay, Island. I clear, thought that that was implied. Oh, a yes, Long Island. B, the Cape in Cape season, and C, it's this is like a whole island nation. It's not That's, like one of the tiny little Greek islands that you can walk across in like right. an hour. Like this, this is a country. It's reasonably sized for a small country, but it right. is in the water. I think if you drove it end to end on the highway, it would be a couple of hours. I'm just saying that's bigger than I than I would have than I thought. That was all that's I was that. trying to say. Mm -hmm. And I don't yeah, think yeah. traffic counts, by the way. Yeah. Traffic in Long Island and, and the Cape yeah. does not count. Um, actually, tell that to the people currently stuck in it. You know what island nation should get baseball? Which? Puerto Rico. Yes. Yes. I You know, I would be totally pro uh, if they, I mean, I think there should be another team in Canada as well, um, as well as uh, Mexico. But I, I do think that Puerto Rico should have a baseball team. It's kind of silly oh, that they don't. Yeah. Totally agree. And that even travel time to Puerto Rico, it's just not that far. It isn't. Um, so if they were part of like the NL East or the AL East, honestly, it wouldn't be that bad. Ooh, dibs. Uh, NL, NL, dibs. <laughs> we're calling dibs. Maybe we have one of each like on the island. I, you know, they, they can play each other. It'd be fine. Yeah. Um, How much of an expansion are you going for here? Well, if you add one, you got to <laughs> add the other. Well, if we're moving but the Mariners to Cyprus, we, we are, need to add another AL team somewhere in the U.S., but we would kind of need to move it, put it out somewhere on the west. Yeah. Van so that would be an option for another Canadian team in like Vancouver. Vancouver. Perfect. Yeah. 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 Then we're good. Okay. I'm glad we've, we've, we have it all planned out. <laughs> I like this. Let's just call, call the commissioner, let him know. Yeah. We need to add it. Well, we need to add at least two teams to get rid of the wild card. So. Mm. Yes. Yeah. That would be nice. That'd be a nice thing to do. Um, the only problem is I feel like if you, if you're claiming Puerto Rico for the, NL East, 
that kind of screws us over a little bit. I mean, yes, we would get to see them all the time, which would be awesome. But then everyone would have to play against what is essentially Team Puerto Rico, and that includes the Nationals. Like, I mean, I didn't think the Puerto Rican team only needs Puerto Rican players. I oh, just think no, there yeah. should be a team on Puerto yeah. Rico. I, I understand <laughs> that, but I'm saying you don't think that there's going to be an easy development track um, but it's subject to the there. same draft system as anybody else, right? It's not yeah. international. It's just the regular U.S. draft. So everybody would get everybody the same way they do now. Yeah. I mean, I think that, like, Puerto Rican players might want to play in Puerto Rico mm -hmm. um, the same way that the Marlins are tipped slightly more Latino than other teams, but not hugely. Like, the Marlins are more Latino than the Nationals, for sure. Mm -hmm. um, and I think there is some attraction with being in sort of a well, a, Spanish, a largely uh, Latino area, but it's not enough. Like, I don't know. I think they should put a team on Puerto Rico. I also think they should put one in Vancouver. So yeah, uh, baseball for everybody, a chicken in every pot, and... A baseball in every glove? Uh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> baseball uh, a middle inning reliever that doesn't melt. You know, <laughs> I just, I want all nice things for people. <laughs> We well, should that's probably crazy. Yeah, I don't know where we were going. With yeah, we uh, we kind of got diverted before I even got that far. Um, Sorry. No, it's fine. I I opened the I opened the door for it. Um, as always, you know, we have a couple places you can check us out. They've become a little more consolidated now, thankfully. Check us our website, restingpitchface.com, um, which has got all of our episodes on it and some other fun links to things and and we're always going to be adding some more stuff most important well <laughs> most importantly it has a link to our new store uh which is zazzle.com slash resting pitch face but if you want to check out any of our merch we're going to be adding new products all the time so check it out if there's something you want to see let us know you can email us at our gmail resting pitch face at gmail.com you can also leave feedback directly on our website um and directly to our twitter uh, rest in pitch face with no G. Which is not me at the moment. And can I just say, you guys are being fabulous with the Twitter. I was a little iffy on the whole social media thing. But <laughs> there's a lot. Of, okay, Sid, you're the first one to say things about how you don't understand Instagram, blah, blah, blah. We literally just had this conversation. It's so a I'm joke. Trying to give you, I'm trying I run to give you social media. I run social compliment. media for my work. Take the compliment. I, I will. Which but one of you is doing it? Both. Sorry, we which one of you is do doing it. it, actually? Both? Okay, both, well, it's yeah. been great. Yeah. Thanks for thanks for picking up my slack. <laughs> um, my my biggest thing is that um because I haven't really used Twitter for like five years and I'm just starting to again. I don't know what's Twitter etiquette now. I'm like, huh. do I, what do I do? I, what do I reply to? What do I retweet? Like, when is it appropriate to have a really long thread about something? Like, I don't I don't know. So I've been playing it like a little bit more cautious, I think, than necessary. Whereas I have just been like, oh, I have a Twitter and baseball feelings. Let's do this. Um, That's what Twitter's but, for. Yeah, and and um, I I feel like the I don't know the the Society of Lady Baseball Podcasts, um, <laughs> the, the League of of Women Baseball Podcasts who don't like mansplaining and also like each other has been very much strengthened this season, which which has made yeah. me very happy. Also, that's a terrible acronym. I'm trying to figure out what that spells. And it's, it's it spells shield, actually. Weirdly. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's no worse than than the multiple uh, explanations of shield in the Marvel 
cinematic universe, the Marvel extended universe, etc. Um, I was like, I guess that has an H in it. Sure. <laughs> Someone's going to be like, well, but actually it means this. I actually uh, can't come up with what shield stands for. And I'm racking my brains. And I'm pretty disappointed in myself. Steve was hurt. In, <laughs> <laughs> uh, in Europe. <laughs> and that led to this TV program featuring the director of S.H.I.E.L.D. It's actually a recursive <laughs> acronym. Like, <laughs> um, yeah, no, no, I'm, I'm not going to stand for any but, but actually it's about the S.H.I.E.L.D. acronym. It's dumb. And if you're serious about comics, you know it's dumb. Yep. But, mm-hmm. So now that we're all in agreement about that. <laughs> I mean, I was I was sitting here for a second before we went off on this, thinking like, okay, no, we should come up with a good acronym for this, like the All American Girls Baseball Podcast League or something like that. Like, and then I got so distracted. <laughs> like, actually, what does Shield stand for? Speaking of that, I think someone did um, uh, the women from League of Their Own plus a few actual real female baseball players as superheroes as art, and I was like, hashtag oh, yeah. yes. yes, that was amazing. Yeah, that was pretty awesome. Um, so, you we should, know. Yeah, we should post a link to that on our Twitter because um, it was pretty awesome. It was the Justice League. Yeah, it was Justice League. Yeah. Um, yeah, which, okay. Why don't, we, why don't we not go off on a weird tangent about Wonder yeah. Woman? Yeah. The movie was good. <laughs> I have a lot of feelings. Um, I still haven't seen it, so I'd appreciate it if we don't go off on a tangent on it because I'm trying to avoid spoilers, even though that's almost impossible. It's like it was good. I will say nothing else of Man of Steel in that it was good. <laughs> uh, it doesn't involve Superman trying to punch down a city because I don't know Zack Snyder something something angst something crying Batman. I don't know. I feel mean being mean to Zack Snyder right now because he had a pretty bad family tragedy, but like Man of Steel was not good. Yeah. However, you chose to watch it, which I feel like is on you a little bit. Yeah, I mean, I should have known better. Like, yeah. <laughs> I, sh- I should have known, like, hmm, do I like Zack Snyder? Ooh, I don't. Let's watch Man of Steel. Wow. I think, actually, I after I watched Man of Steel, I went home and watched um, the first uh, uh, Superman with, like, Christopher Reeve, just as, like, a palate cleanser, as, like, the, the <laughs> sorbet between awful DC uh, Cinematic Universe courses. Um, I have no segue other than no, I just, more home runs. There, I was just going to pivot away from, you know, things that make us angry to our perennial favorite. It's the ball the all-star It's all-star time. Because we talk about that, like, constantly when it's not topical. So maybe it's time to talk about it when it's topical, right? Yeah. Because for the first time, there are five nationals going to the All-Star Game. And while we've got a lot of um, feelings on some of the negative stuff about the All-Star Game, as as usual and as this moment specifically, I think we should take a moment to appreciate that there are five nationals starting in the All-Star Game. Like, what? Um, So I guess in case you missed it, it's going to be Zim, Murphy, Scherzer, Strauss, and Bryce. And of course, yes, Bryce, um, I, who has been, I think, the most consecutively of anyone at this point. That can't be right. Um, 
So I will I will bring that up, but Although, there's some weird stat of it. Yeah, his fourth All Star start. Harper will take sole possession of the fran- franchise record. Sorry, of any national for most All Star starts by okay. an outfielder. That um, makes sense. I was gonna say that can't be right in terms of the, like there are some yeah. guys who were in every single year. Yeah. It didn't matter how bad they were. Big um, copy for one. Yeah, yeah. Not that he was ever bad. Uh, but yeah, no. I mean, maybe for an instant. Uh, so Bryce at this point has the has the record. Um, I do fondly remember his first start at the All Star Game, not for anything in particular he did, but when he took off his batting helmet and shook out his similarly ridiculous hair. Uh, <laughs> intrepid Pittsburgh listener Matt texted me and just said, "Oh, you have to be kidding." <laughs> what I remember is the like endless commentary about his goddamn gold cleats. Oh my god. It went on for so long. And I was like, shut up. He's 19. Shut up. He's 19. He's an idiot. Yeah. He's an idiot. Just let him wear his stupid shoes. Like, like but like what Bryce plates. What Bryce has proved, I think, in the past, you know, five years is that he's a completely harmless idiot. Yeah. Like, yeah. He's golden retriever idiot. Yeah. Like <laughs> he does stupid stuff on the field sometimes. And yes, he's flashy and he loves him some him. And quite frankly, if I had ads like that, I would love me some me too. Uh, <laughs> but like he's 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 a fairly harmless idiot in terms of like seems not to actually party, doesn't obviously drink obviously doesn't drink, just kind of a golden retriever of a human being who's really good at getting the ball and then also hitting the ball Mm -hmm. like you know yes he has flashy stupid shoes who cares if that's the worst thing that anybody has ever done also i mean sometimes i wish i had the confidence to wear gold shoes i wouldn't because i don't actually like gold but like you know it'd be nice to be like yeah i'm just gonna wear like bright metallic shoes and like screw you (laughs) I think I've owned gold heels in my life. I don't think I do anymore. I would definitely wear gold shoes. I have two pairs. Of gold shoes? Yeah. So I was in a wedding that was uh, Pittsburgh Penguins themed. Don't ask. And so the bridesmaids... I really don't, I don't, need, to, I don't need to ask. It's you. I understand. <laughs> the bridesmaids' dresses were black because it was a January wedding and they're actually, they're actually really cute. And then gold shoes. So black and gold. Hmm. Uh, I may have mentioned so- Yager in a wedding toast. As one does. I, I would not be surprised by that in a not specifically hockey themed wedding. I uh, would think you would just do that <laughs> randomly. Yes. Just, she did it in her own wedding. Though. <laughs> I, I did mention baseball in my wedding vows. Yes. Now that we all know that. No. Um, I did. I told my husband I love him more than baseball. I guess Aww. I do. Uh, Isn't that cute? It's our anniversary. Today? Uh, the no. 11th. So we're celebrating today. So ah, happy almost anniversary. Thank you. It has been several years. <laughs> We're gonna go do boring old people stuff. It'll be fun. Woo-hoo. Um, but yeah, I mean Bryce is just he's Bryce. Like you just yeah. accept it and you move on and you're like, oh yeah, his shoes maybe don't match. Oh, how do we feel about the not matching socks, the American flag socks? In favor, highly um, in favor. Honestly, like under normal stances, under normal circumstances, putting the American flag on any manner of thing is just obnoxious to me. However, when it's on high socks and they're deliberately mismatched to look like the flag, and I was introduced to this while seeing the giantest man and the tiniest man standing next to each other. I'm like, you know what? My affection has gone up quite a bit. <laughs> that would be Jose Altuve as the tiniest man and Aaron Judge as the giantest man. <laughs> yes. I, I also am not, not like, 
I'm not like a huge fan of American flags on lots and lots of things in general, but I am a huge fan of wearing loud, fun things in baseball. Mm -hmm. And unfortunately for many baseball players who would like to wear more loud, fun things, I think there's a pretty narrow realm of expression that's actually allowed. And well, so, I mean, the all-star game jerseys, I think qualify as loud, fun things. You know what? I actually haven't seen them this year. I, I haven't either. Look like. Are, they're Marlins colors. Oh my god, that's crazy. So have you not seen them? They're orange. They're oh really god. orange. <laughs> Googling. Yeah, that's going to be awesome. That's going to be awesome. I mean, this, I know a lot of people really liked the ones from last year because of the like retro vibe for the for San Diego. But all I looked at was like brown and, and yellow. This is a bad color palette. Yeah. Like, like you could have done the retro in not horrible colors. Oh, yeah. No, they're orange and teal. This year. Oh they are, wow! They are, they have leaned into the Marlins aesthetic. Um, yeah, ah. <laughs> Do you, ah. Sorry, I I got a really loud like CBS Sports ad and okay. started screaming at me about the All Star Game, and I, I'm I'm like a little shaken up now. Um, I mean, I don't. Think anyway, they're, they're wear, very Marlins. Yeah, they're not going to wear the flag socks with them. One would assume because that well, would that be was too much. That was just Fourth of July stuff. They so. wear them for like a week or so. That's because the Fourth of July now goes for like a week. It's like <laughs> it's like that. Now they wear the Mother's Day and the Father's Day stuff for three days. They oh wear the God, Memorial so Day camo stuff for three days. You know, it's all about the merch. The Father's Day ones are so ugly. Yeah, I actually think I, I I was looking at both this year and I was like, I think that the the Father's Day are even uglier than the Mother's Day. They are. The and pink ones are okay, but the the blue ones are just gross. I don't know why. I don't know what about that color of baby blue just looks so disgusting on a baseball uniform to me. They're awful. Yeah. Better or worse than the, the White Sox ones that sale cut up? <laughs> worse. <laughs> worse. Worse. Okay. I'd rather have the jerseys with the collars that are not meant to be tucked in. <laughs> no. <laughs> I mean, I really, like, we all were like, Chris Sale, you're a giant freaking baby and you deserve what you get. But at the same time, I was like... Those are real bad. Yeah, they're no. real bad. And I still no. would take those over the Father's Day and Mother's Day jerseys. Okay. But yeah, no, the All-Star Game jerseys this year, I mean, I think everyone is going to look good in that shade of orange, right? That's universally... <laughs> it's going to be awesome. Flattering. The turquoise. Oh. I, I like the turquoise one a lot, a lot, actually. The turquoise ones are actually very nice, but the National League ones, yeah. And I like that they like have the Marlins font mm -hmm. um, on the front and everything. I'm just like trying to pitch Steve picture Steven Strasburg in that color orange. Oh god. It's not it's not gonna be good. He's gonna I look like he's, gonna... he's got a disease. <laughs> I was gonna go with really disgruntled, but that works too. Well he uh, always kind of that's like his resting face is a little bit disgruntled. That's true. Um but no, that color with his skin tone, he's gonna look like he's got like a liver disease or something. <laughs> <laughs> like why are your eyeballs yellow do you have the jaundice no but yeah hey you know who could actually pull off that color geo and tony and tony oh god so if people don't know geo was was i mean he's having a wonderful season his era and yes it's an imperfect measure blah blah is i believe um it's 
better over the number of innings he's pitched than Alex Woods is, though Mm -hmm. Alex Woods' ERA is lower, Alex Wood being the pitcher from the Dodgers who's going to the All-Star game because Kershaw can't start at the All-Star game because he's starting tomorrow. Mm -hmm. Um, So, yeah, they basically picked someone, um, and Chelsea James had had an article in the Post about it that was basically like, Gio and Alex Wood are fairly comparable, and probably the reason they're not getting picked is that we're already sending five nationals. Yeah, I'm sure that that's exactly it. Um, um, you know, and that's why, I mean, like, as much as, I, like, and Tony deserves to go, and that's why he didn't, but he didn't get picked for the reserves because there's five. And as far as the final vote goes, number one, the nationals have never actually, we've never managed to get the fan base going enough for that. But I think people who otherwise might have been inclined to vote for him probably didn't because they're like, you guys got five guys. Let's let uh, somebody else go, you know? Oh, yeah, like the Dodgers didn't have enough. Yeah. Like the what? I, oh, the Dodgers? The Dodgers. How yeah. many got – but that was – was that fan voting or what, how many do they have going? Um, I mean, in terms of the Dodgers in uh, pitching, it is – is, uh, Kenley Jansen, it's Clayton Kershaw, and uh, it's Alex Wood. So that's three already. And then Justin Turner and Corey Seager and Cody Bellinger. Oh, yeah. I didn't realize that was the situation. Yeah. So my heart bleeds for the Los Angeles Dodgers. Oh, yeah. Okay, then never mind. I take all of that back and screw everybody. (laughs) Um, Now, (laughs) yeah. So I I think that was like a fan-based Twitter thing, like with all the the hashtag voting um and all the online voting like i definitely saw even on my twitter which is pretty nats biased i saw a pretty overwhelming amount of vote for whatever his hashtag was for turner vote jt i think it was so i think they just mobilized um you know it's it's almost there's a lot of dodger fans out there is a bigger city with more market penetration and more money let's be yeah with, with a longer history and more money yeah shockingly i also heard and tell me tell me if you guys heard this too because i don't want to spread if it's not but i did hear that they had like well the nats kind of did this too didn't they what um that the dodgers had like a very organized effort to like have like a location where they were like we will give you free tickets if you vote um and i don't think the nats gave free tickets but they did have some of the players wives like organizing oh i didn't i didn't see that so i'm not sure um, you got like a certain percentage off in the team store, um, and mm-hmm. that also counts for the online MLB store for the next thirty days if you voted. Um, okay. Stuff like that. Okay, so it was it wasn't just the Dodgers. I had heard that they yeah. were doing a lot in terms of incentives. I think um, a lot of teams do stuff like that. You know, yeah. where you get you get. I mean, hell, just for voting in the All Star Game at all, you get um, a coupon that you can use for like twenty percent off game tickets or something like that. So. I got fifty percent off last year actually. Was it fifty I, I don't remember. I've never I don't know what it was so. this year. I actually <laughs> shame on me. I did not actually vote enough times to get it this year. Sorry. Inconsistent yeah. Wi-Fi. Yeah. I voted a bunch, but not enough to get half off, which yeah. I wouldn't have been able to I, I can't come to DC in August anyway. So unfortunately. Um but yeah no last year I got the I think I got the half off on two different email addresses I voted a lot last year. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um and I think like at Rendon apparently. So so um someone asked Murphy how he thought, you know, felt about Rendon and all of the like the Anthony is my favorite player stuff and he actually uttered the phrase, "Do you go to FanGraphs?" which parentheses bro. Like, do you even <laughs> stats, bro? Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, I think that 
there's a very, very good, sorry, I'm rattling, um, statistical case to be made for, for right and going, but, and, and Anthony Rendon is, is, you know, pathologically humble. Um, everyone's also like, yeah, he kind of wants a break. Like he just wants five days vacation. Yeah. I like, think that's true of a lot of people. <laughs> yeah. Um, and a bunch of, I think Zimmerman has already said he's not going to, he's not in the home run derby, right? Oh, no, I don't think anybody, I don't think any Nats are in the home run derby. Yeah. So not like that a, I know of. Yeah. a bunch of them are like, yeah, I don't really want to wear out my shoulder. Um, One of these days we need to sit down with some of the stats on that because mo- like people are constantly saying like, if you do the home run derby, your second half stats suffer. And I would really like to sit down and talk about that at some point, but I don't think we should, maybe, we, maybe now is not the time. Yeah, I think well, I can I can make a note of that for for maybe our show yeah. after the the All Star game. Yeah. I mean, on the one hand, absolutely, and I respect Zim and and mm-hmm. Bryce and them for being like, no, like this is yeah. this is silly. It's gonna hurt. I'm art, you know. I, we're already kind of dragging into to this game. And on the other hand, I'm like, Aaron Judge hit the ball far. Aaron Judge hit yeah. the ball far. John Carlos Stanton and Aaron Judge hitting the ball real yeah. far. Like that's, I want to that's see that matchup, but I don't need to see my guys get hurt for it. Let's put it that Yeah. Way. Well, and it's also kind of like, why would you do that if you're like, uh, John Carlos Stanton and Aaron Judge are going to hit the ball really far? Like, Yeah. Are they doing the same format for the home run derby this year as last year? I have... I, I know it's insanely complicated, and I went, this is insanely complicated, and I don't care. And so I clicked away from it when I went to read about it. So maybe, or maybe they made it even weirder than the last time. None of it is Aaron Judge putting Jose Altuve on his shoulders and jousting, so I don't care. <laughs> that should be for the All-Star game next year. Yeah, no. Listen to us. But as, like, water polo style, like, in the in the pool. Because yeah. otherwise you could get hurt. So Doug Fister and I volunteer as tribute as the opposing team here. Yeah, so <laughs> Doug Fister cool. and, I don't know, someone else real tiny. Uh, me. If Adam me. Eaton were well, it should be Adam Eaton. And... But he's not, so me. Okay. I mean that would be an, that would be a good fan uh, a fan appreciation is you get all of the biggest guys to pick up the tiniest fans and they can play like fake jousting with like Nerf bats and some yes. stuff. Wouldn't that be more fun than most of the All Star game? Yes. Yes. And I know anywhere I get to joust with Jose Altuve is just going to be the best day of my life. <laughs> yes. While everyone's soaking wet. That's yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, no. Then, then you a- do. Yeah, then you do away at the pretense of jousting and you just play chicken. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's funnier with jousting with the foam bats. In the pool? Yeah, not like the they hard foam bats, pool, not like lark use... bats, just like <laughs> pool, noodles. pool noodle bats. Yeah. <laughs> Those lar- LARP bats can hurt. I don't know why I know that. What can I do? LARP. Live oh. action role play. Oh, I w- yeah. It's like PVC covered in foam. I'm talking about like pool noodles. Yeah, no, I was talking about like Nerf stuff that you give to a three-year-old so they don't brain them. Yes. Yeah, they make <laughs> they make foam swords that are foam all the way through. Yeah, yeah that are so not, that's what I'm not talking for. <laughs> I like the pool noodle idea though. Yeah. Then you can yeah. blow water at your opponent also. Exactly. I well, mean, there's just there's a lot we could do with this concept. I think. Who the, is the, when is the next pool? time the all? Sorry. Who is it that has a pool at the Diamondbacks? Yeah, yeah I was going to say the next time. When it, when's the next time Arizona gets the All Star game? Absolutely uh, perfect. I don't know when it is, but when they do, they should have <laughs> pool events. Katie Ledecky would probably be down to participate. She and Bryce could race in the pool. Yeah, I, I think Bryce would lose. <laughs> oh, I do too, but you know he would try. Yeah. Um, <laughs> did you see her go hard for vote Rendon? By the way, yeah. Like, 
Yeah, Aww. she is. She is a. She's one of our people. Like, oh yeah, for life. <laughs> hardcore Nats fan. Um, and then yeah, so she was she was going hardcore for vote Rendon, as was of course Trey Turner. I want one of those t-shirts so bad. I cannot believe they don't sell the Anthony is my favorite player t-shirts. Okay, I'll tell you. I'm going. I'm going to the game this afternoon. I will check. But Please. I am almost positive. Like I was there um, on uh, w- Thursday night, and I was in the store for a while, and I did not see them. But I mean, they need to sell those, and it's ridiculous that they don't. So, uh, but if you're listening, thing- oh, sorry, I finished. Yeah, no, if you're listening, uh, Nat's management, you're throwing <laughs> money away. You're just literally throwing it in the trash can right now by not printing those shirts. And if you've so- gotten this far in our podcast, Nat's management. We're impressed. <laughs> um, no, but speaking of products that they did not used to actually offer for sale, which now they do, they actually did the pet calendar right this time around, and they made it available to everybody. Mm-hmm. I'm so excited about that. You're not going to have to bootleg me one this year. <laughs> <laughs> That's good, because I wasn't going to. <laughs> I mean, it I'm was sorry. a work of art. It was beautiful. <laughs> you did an amazing job with that. I still have it. Um, I will treasure it for a while, probably not forever, but you know, but no, I ordered my pet calendar. I'm going to probably have it waiting for me when I get home. They, I don't know if they listened to us or it finally just occurred to somebody over there that, Hey, maybe we should actually have this be a product that's on sale instead of (laughs) just having it be exclusively available. Like a few thousand people who buy a specific ticket to a specific game and attended in person. Yeah. Yeah. And you can raise a ton of money for the humane rescue Alliance and stuff like that. Plus, um, everyone looks like their pets, which is really <laughs> wonderful. Like, every single picture I have seen, the player and the pet look alike, including Arrowark uh, and his tiny little dog. <laughs> I am not going to say who, but at least, because there's families in these pictures now, at least there was one player and his family with some children and a puppy and it took me a second to realize which one was the puppy because the puppy looked blended into the family exactly. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm not going to say who because it's, I don't I was just like, okay, which one's the, wait, kid, 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 kid wait, which one's the dog? <laughs> so the, the taller one is Gio and the shorter one is the French bulldog. <laughs> Are you sure? No. <laughs> I am utterly unsure. Someone did post a bunch of Matt Weeders pictures from, from the Orioles when he was holding a bunch of cats. Thank you, Matt Weeders, for doing the Lord's work. Yes. Thank you, Cat Weeders. Cat Weeders. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's so much better than Cat Lados. Mostly because Cat Lados' owner owned a really yeah. large gun that he left on the counter. <laughs> um, but yes, Wait. he finally brought a cat into the pet calendar, and I'm just like, thank you. <laughs> I also, I think the fact that they chose to include families this year definitely makes it less shall we say heartthrob calendar e yeah it's less you know, teen beady for sure there we go yeah i was tiger beat you know, I, wasn't quite the word i was looking for but definitely we had we had some very teen beady particularly drew in the last one obviously but yeah you um, know there, there were there there was a lot happening in the old one who was it Aaron you guys Barrett. Asked by a co-worker Wait, if it was that uh, was me that was you yeah. Yeah. Raise your hand if you've been personally victimized by that picture of Aaron Barrett. Oh yeah. <laughs> it's not good. No. <laughs> Blake Trinan also features heavily, and I'm like, I know how. Yeah. My my coworker is like, oh yeah, hunks with with pets, and I'm like, that's Buck Showalter once again. <laughs> <laughs> um, 
<laughs> yeah, this one is less Team Beady or Tiger Beady, but it's a little weird to have their families in there for me, I think, personally. Because it's a little bit like I'm putting a picture of someone else's family on my wall. <laughs> like, you know, it's not like, oh, here's my aunt and my uncle and my cousins and their dog. It's like, here's a stranger and their entire family. <laughs> it's a little weird. I don't know. I feel like Max and Erica and the, hetero- the heterochromia crew, like, kind of make it. Yeah. Are you saying that it's weird to have pictures of Max and Erica and the heterochromia crew on your walls? Because... <laughs> You know, that, that I'm not saying failed. I'm not saying that I have those, but <laughs> but uh, so much, you have a friend who wants to know. <laughs> I do. I have a friend. A friend who's curious. I've got it up at my office now. I'm gonna see how well that that works before it gets annoying. But because um, it's also much larger this year, which is nice because you actually can like use it as a calendar. But they're like, they're, I mean, that's the thing is like the marketing doubled down on the tiger beat. They're like poster sized images. And I'm like, I'm an adult. <laughs> and <laughs> and like, yet. I, I, well, I felt it was like, like the old, those old magazines would be like centerfold of JTT. Right. As a mar- I'm sad that I know that that's Jonathan Taylor Thomas. Well, yeah. Oh, him. We had Thank to you. explain that to the youth. <laughs> oh, no. I know who it is, don't I? Not well, by a lot, so give me some credit. Back in our day, we had pictures of Brad Renfro, and we liked it. Yes. Okay, him, I don't know who that is. Yeah, no, no. I, I think his mom knows who he is. Um, <laughs> well, he did The one who died, I've got to feel mean. Why. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. He oh, is God. the one that died. Well, um, several of them died, actually, unfortunately. I don't know what we're talking about. Yeah, we're getting about. into a weird place. Can I also, okay, shout out to this last episode, which you guys recorded with Jen. Shout out to Jen. Thank you, Jen. That was wonderful. Um, the last episode was great. I was listening to it on a train and cackling every 15 seconds or so, um, and everybody on the train thought I was nuts. But I will say, clearly, when a left unsupervised and you guys have your druthers, you just go on for like 15 minutes straight about how old you all are. Yeah. Is this what people do when yeah. they get old? Yeah. Sit around talking about how old they are? Yes. My back hurts. It's only going to get worse. <laughs> what does that accomplish for you? Um, it lets you vent your spleen. Otherwise, your spleen gets overloaded with old. I have a degree <laughs> in biology. You need to you need to commiserate with people over all of the old pro- like all your old problems. Like right now, it's just feelings of being old. It's going to become, you know, oh, let me talk to you about my third hip replacement. Oh, well, let me talk to you about my fourth hip replacement. Like we're just trending in that general direction. You have not had a hip replacement. No, I'm just saying. Eventually, you know. Actually, I don't think people have four hip, hip four hip replacements. Anymore. At that point, they just replace your body with a robot body. It'll be yes. great. Can we start there? Can we start? Yeah. I mean, we're getting the there with, with Tommy John repeatedly. Eventually, we're just going to have robot elbows. Do we not think that Aaron Judge is a robot? Because Oh, I definitely don't think he's a robot. Really? Or I some don't kind of so superhuman? I think if he... if I Look, he looks... I'm stealing this, but I'm going to keep saying it because it's very accurate. He looks like he was assembled out of all of the other pieces of the minor leaguers who didn't make it. Yes. Like, oh, you, God. That's that to me says Frankenstein monster, not robot. Because that's okay. otherwise you're implying that all the the other minor leaguers that he beat were robots too. Yeah, I mean they could have just gone to them from the design for the design, but a, a little robot. He's well, older okay. than Bryce Harper, by the way. Yeah. Like, 
I thought he was, they're like, oh yeah, you know, hot new rookie, blah, blah, blah. And he's, you know, all, of course done all of these amazing things during the season, but I'm like, wait a second. He's a normal age well, to be let's in his first year playing. Let's remember, we've been a bit spoiled by our, our rookie phenoms of Bryce Harper and Trey Turner, et cetera, who are like infants when they came up. Most yeah. people don't come up when they're 19 or 22, you know? Yeah, no, no, no. Um, I, I was just like, oh, Aaron Judge is a normal baseball age. Mm-hmm. How old is he? Bryce, he's a little older than Bryce. Oh. Yeah, not much, but like he's already 25, I think. Yeah. And Bryce doesn't turn 25 until this fall. Yeah, he's born in 1992. So, you know, like he's just a, a normal baseball age. Well, they claim he was born in 1992, but, you know, the factory warranty or whatever. (laughs) I mean, I do think he came out of the baseball factory. I just don't know if it was the robot baseball factory. I mean, it certainly wasn't the Mike Trout baseball factory. No. He clearly has a personality, too. Maybe the factories are getting more advanced since Mike Trout was spawned. (laughs) When they hatched him out of his, his, like, goop tank. (laughs) (laughs) We're mixing our metaphors. Oh, God, that's very graphic. (laughs) Well, how do you think the clones come out? They're not robots. They're not being, like, stamped out in a factory press on an assembly I just watched The Matrix for the first time, and I now have a lot of opinions about how you grow a human. (laughs) You watched The Matrix for the first time? Yes. Remember? Laura, were you born yet when it came out? Probably not. It's either 97 or 98. Yeah. Oh, then yeah. Yeah. No, I was I'm I'm like six months younger than Trey. I was born in '93. Okay, okay. So you were you were alive. '99. Okay, I was six. <laughs> Actually, probably five, depending on what time of year. Yeah. All right, Kay, bear with me. You've seen Kill Bill, right? Yes. You know, in Kill Bill, where like they cut to some, you know, they cut away from someone to like Uma Thurman, and it just goes, yeah. That's sometimes what I think when Lara talks. Yeah. <laughs> okay. First of all, I haven't seen Kill Bill. Second of all, I don't think that's very nice. Uh, you know, it's it's a cut to Uma Thurman making a murder face, and Kill Bill is an excellent movie, and you should watch it. I think I started it once and fell asleep. I'm gonna leave that there because what, <laughs> how, what, how? It's Uma Thurman being awesome with a bunch of other women basically being awesome, and it has some sweet, sweet fight scenes and like. And the first half try. has no plot except for the fight scenes. So. Like, yeah. The- like the the first both parts of the movie are good, but like lack of action is not something you can criticize it for. No. I didn't say I fell asleep because it was boring. I just said I fell asleep. To be fair, I fell asleep during The Exorcist the first time I ever saw it. So, like, sometimes you're tired. I haven't seen The Exorcist. I haven't either because I fell asleep. (laughs) (laughs) Um, The stairs that they shot it on are over in Georgetown, and crew teams in D.C. usually run those stairs as as exercise. So, you know. I've seen the stairs. There you go. You really, you understand the movie. Somebody told me that they were the stairs from The Exorcist, and I did not know what they were talking about. That's a slightly different thing. Okay. <laughs> like, um, <clears throat> getting back to things that we can all agree on, particularly Lara, Max Scherzer, <laughs> is he good at baseball? Yes. No. He's terrible. Absolutely the worst. Let's talk about your boo for Stop. a while. <laughs> My nose itches, Please. so like, do that. I mean, the problem is, I 
have watched four innings of baseball since June 3rd. So I keep hearing about how Max is having this incredible run, and I have not seen a single inning of it. He has 60 starts at this point where he has had 10 strikeouts or more. It's, I mean, last night's game was, and I feel comfortable saying this, gross. It was him and Ari Dickey in a pitcher's duel for most of it, and it was Well, he did kind of crack. He cracked, but, but, you know. Still. Um, the, the, the offense saved us from the bullpen. Yeah. He, I can't remember, excuse me. My voice is like breaking up like the majority, the vast majority of his starts have gone longer than seven innings, like this season. So he's been saving, he's been saving the team from the bullpen, frankly. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, he, he goes real long games. I think he's averaging like 107 pitches per game, which is good. Yeah. Um, No, that feels actually reasonable i know particularly at the beginning of the season with the bullpen being so well not necessarily that it's better but the bullpen being the bullpen um there was some concern that dusty was leaving the starters in for too long and that's always something that people bring Mm -hmm. up with dusty but i i do think at the beginning of the season that felt pretty true Mm -hmm. um so if max's average pitch count is not too far above the 100 count that actually makes me feel good yeah also he is somebody who i do feel like can kind of Push that up, <clears throat> excuse me, push that upper limit a little bit. Mm-hmm. He can, but not infinitely. Oh, no, and, absolutely not. <laughs> you know, uh, a lot of our concerns about him in the past, we haven't necessarily, not, you know, again, it's what's full. When we've had concerns about him, um, one of the only things that has ever been brought up um, has been maybe he was overused early in the season, blah, blah, blah. There was some Michigas about his arm slot. Um, and so that's something that just given how he seems, to want to push himself you know every every pitcher wants to push himself but nobody wants to push himself like max scherzer does Mm -hmm. um if somebody's being a little bit more of a voice of moderation so that he can keep doing what he's doing preferably forever Mm -hmm. um that that makes me happy yeah though i mean he did pitch 120 pitches last night oof really yeah so the issue is like on the one hand, um, so they, they had an, an after-the-game interview with, with Dusty, who basically was like, Max Scherzer's real easy to deal with. He calls his own games. Like, you know, it's it's one of those things where he, he knows what pitch he wants to pitch or whatever, you know, batter is coming up, etc. Um, you know, there's less conversation between him and the catchers, which is fine, um, as long as, you know, I, I feel like Matt Weiders is like, cool, we can, we can make this work. You know, it, it's just less of it the way that there is with Roark or Gio or someone. And basically, Dusty's like, if your ace tells you he wants to stay in and he's at 114 pitches, you put some faith in him. And unfortunately, like, it, it went it went about two batters too long, which it was fine-ish. Um, they, you know, they had a, a really good comeback and it was beautiful. And basically they cut up on the on the Braves bullpen, which was always nice to see. And our <laughs> bullpen was good. Um, for the most part. Wow. And so, like, there there were those issues, but at the same time, I'm like, on the one hand, I, I get it, like, Max is having such a phenomenal year that he gets to do what he gets to do, but on the other hand, you can't push that to the point of absurdity. Yeah. I, I think it's, yeah, you can't let him get away with stuff because he's not going to be the most, and we've certainly talked about this plenty, he is not going to be the person who's best at assessing what he actually needs. He's going to be like, I'm completely fine. And then the next day his arm falls off, you know, because 
players are not doctors and that yeah. you know, adrenaline is a thing that happens to you when you're playing a game. But a little bit of leeway when they've proved, like this is somebody who has kind of proven when they can be pushed and when they can't be pushed. Yeah. A little bit, I think. And also, I mean, you know, we always talk about this in terms of pitch count, but, and this, it's easier for us because we're not, you know, we're not advanced statisticians. I know Sydney's uh, pretty good at this, but like, we're not advanced statisticians and don't have access to everything. You got to also look at like, what are the kind of pitches he's throwing? You know, he might be oh, yeah, at 120 absolutely. pitches, but a lot of those pitches might've been like very low stress situations. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know? Well, last night it was basically hitless until the sixth. Yeah. Um, Atlanta, you know, got, got um, a run off us, but it was really a pitcher's duel up until like the sixth or seventh inning. I even was like, oh, this is going to be a really quick game. And then it was like three hours later. I was like, this was not a quick game. Um, but it <laughs> was... Like... Go ahead. Sorry. Oh, I was going to say it was interesting seeing Max, who obviously like likes to throw the fastball. Uh, and then um, R.A. Dickey, who's a knuckleballer, kind of mm-hmm. have separate approaches yielding the same result. Mm-hmm. And their sort of conversation with respective catchers is just so different. Like a knuckleball catcher has to be, it's far more of a conversation than than with Max. So I yeah. thought that that was really interesting. Speaking of Braves pitchers, what do you guys think of the Bartolo Colon situation? He got picked up by a minor league team. Yeah. Yeah, he's going to be in the twin system now. By by the way, um, the name of the team is The Plates. (laughs) And they have a jersey that is like stacked food and has a fork on it. Oh, boy. Huh. And I was like, that's a thing you can do, I guess. (laughs) I I mean, if you can be like the baby cakes or like the jumbo shrimp and whatever the hell else you got out there. I feel like at this point... Yeah, we're just picking random objects and naming teams after them. Like, I want to be, I want to be the the Louisburg shoes, mm-hmm. the Pittsfield <laughs> lamps. Yeah. <laughs> well, I, the the sorry, I know I just, I just pulled this off on this tangent, but did you see what um, our AAA team was briefly? And I think they should change their name to it all the time. What the Salt Potatoes? I did see that. <laughs> what the Salt Potatoes? Syracuse I mean, Salt I, Potatoes. I feel like I, that is so much better than potatoes, the- but I was, I was like, that. just please change your name right now. Just change your name right now, Syracuse, to be the Syracuse Salty Potatoes. I will buy your jerseys <laughs> and whip them all the time. What? <laughs> Why? How? I don't know. <laughs> Three excellent questions. I saw it on Twitter, and that was all the explanation that I got. I, I mean, on the one hand, I am a salty potato. Exactly. On the other hand, <laughs> what? <laughs> <laughs> that was my feeling. I was like, I'm a salty potato. I want a t-shirt that says that <laughs> while supporting my minor league team. Um, yeah. Huh. That's... <laughs> I, mean... <laughs> I, want a, I want an Anthony is my favorite player shirt and I want a salty <laughs> potato shirt. And that's management like from, from my lips to their ears. Like, mm-hmm. I assume it was something to do with like a, like a sponsored something. I, do they grow potatoes? Didn't in get that impression. Syracuse, like, is I, there a I, potato chip factory that I, like had a had a potato chip night or something? I have never been to Syracuse, <laughs> so I have no idea. <laughs> um, I actually have not either. Although I have a bunch of friends who went to school there, and it just was always snowing like well into the baseball season, and I can't even imagine. Oh yeah, 
I mean, Western New York is the snow belt. Like, like I think it's rough early season at Fenway. It is cold in Syracuse. Now, do, does our team there have a covered stadium? I don't think so. None of our teams, I don't believe, have covered stadiums. Oh, Minor and that's included. like pretty pricey for a AAA club. Yeah, no, it's yeah. just given the, the location, maybe? No, I don't think that they do. And the Vermont Lake Monsters definitely don't. Yeah. The um, former Vermont Expos, which are now are there, uh, single A for the Oakland A's. But I don't, I don't think any of the teams that have covered stadiums have covered stadiums due to snow. I'm trying to think of any of the ones that get a lot of snow. And I don't think any no, of the Rockies are the Rockies are open. Yeah. What about the, the Blue Jays are also open, yeah? Well, no, but that's a very old stadium. That's one of the older stadiums in the country. So that might be part of it. It's just holdover. Um, but yeah, no, they're they are they are dumped in um whatever the hell the name of their park is now. At the Rogers Center? Yeah. Arizona is domed as well because like I've been there and it's been 110 degrees when yeah. they essentially air conditioned the stadium. Yeah. There's they're domed for heat. Um, but most, most of the dome stadiums I can think of are domed for rain. Rain. Yeah. Yeah. The Marlins, I think, I mean, that's, that was, even though it's, it sucks. It's the right choice. And Maybe that's rain and heat. Where else is domed currently? There aren't that many anymore. I, I feel like we should have built a stadium with a retractable roof. I'm going to be honest. I, I can't. It's not I, the worst idea. I don't really enjoy it, but like functionally speaking, yeah, kind of. Like we built a stadium next to a river in a swamp city where at 5 p.m. every day during the summer you get a thunderstorm. I just, I can't, I can't get behind it. I know it makes practical sense, but I just... Because I feel like what would happen is what happens in the other areas where they have these dome stadiums is that, yeah, it's a retractable roof, but it's always up. Even when it's a perfectly fine day, it's always up. You know what I mean? Yeah, no, I, I hear that. And, like, I didn't really... I'm 99% sure the Marlins is retractable. It is. But they because always have it up. up. But they always have it up. And, I mean, that place is a freaking cavern anyway. Um, yeah. Did I mention I'm going to Miami in August? I'm going to try <laughs> to go to a Marlins game. You should. Uh, oh, fun. Yeah, so they're they're playing the Giants, I think. Um, so that'll be that'll be fun. Yeah. Say uh, hi to Buster Posey's butt for me. I will say hi to Giancarlo Stanton's butt for you. Um, <laughs> no, you're gonna say hi to Giancarlo Stanton's butt for you. Say hi to Buster Posey's butt for me. Okay. I, should okay. I have a sign? Yeah, sign my name, please. Yeah. <laughs> Lara says, oh. "Nice butt, Buster." I'm not talking to you. I'm talking to Giancarlo. This is getting long for a sign. <laughs> My Facebook, whatever the hell that is that tells you like what you were doing a year ago or something. It was the anniversary of me making that sign for Desi at Fenway. Yeah, I'm also going to a Rockies game uh, in late July. So um, Tell I'm, Desi we all miss his butt. Yeah, I will. I will tell Desi we all miss his face. And the, Are and you going to make a sign for him though? You should. Um, I'm up in the nosebleeds for it, um, but I might make a sign. I have to, I have to think about what it, what, what it's going to be, but I'm sure if he's, you know, if he's playing, it's going to be treated as a homecoming mm -hmm. because. Oh, for when he comes back here. Yeah. Yeah. So, oh, yeah. No question. Yeah. No question. So, I mean, there was back and forth about Drew when Drew came back with the, with the Reds. Was it mm. booing or drewing? Was it booing or drewing? And I'm like, oh my god, shut up. And there, there's a bunch of people who are still salty freaking potatoes about him on Twitter. 
Mm-hmm. Um, they will be until they die. Hate him and hate blah, blah, blah. And we're just heart- horrendously salty and we're like, sit down. Don't even acknowledge him. Blah, blah, blah. I'm like, he's having a good season. He was with us for a long time. Shut up. Yeah. I think the thing about Drew is that he has become such a mythical figure almost in people's like salty, bitter Nats fan memories. He's he's the symbol of everything that's ever gone wrong. And the thing is, like, as somebody who like loves him, obviously, he's just neither as terrible nor as wonderful as either of us would like to make him out to be. He's just a dude. And like he's a dude who had the cardinal sin of actually talking about what was going on in the clubhouse to other people and what was going on in his head to the media. Like, I think a lot of it was not being like, oh, we just got to go out there and give 110%, you know, well, the, the other team played really well today, et cetera, et cetera. I'm going to compliment a specific player. He had a great at bat, you know, against me. And sometimes, you know, it just, you want it in the zone and it's not in the zone because like, I don't play major league baseball i know that's a surprise for you guys (laughs) but i can give a major league baseball interview oh god yes yeah you know um, i'm sorry there's nothing that madison bumgarner is capable of verbally that i am not yeah and so i think that's the other issue of um i I assume you guys both saw about roberto azuna talking about like having some mental health issues Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. um and, and i'm glad that that was largely treated as like it's good for him to talk about but he has had an all-star season so if he were not having that, people's reaction would be very different. Yeah. 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 Um, and so like, and he's young enough that like the onset of a lot of anxiety issues obviously happened at mm-hmm. that time. Mm-hmm. Oh, speaking of talking about mental health in mm-hmm. baseball, um, Kay, didn't you just pick up a copy of Rick and Kill's book? I did. I haven't started it yet because I realized that the previous book I was reading, I was not as close to the end of it as I thought I was. Um, but it's next on my list. So um, I will let y- y'all know whether h- how it is. Um, I bought it like completely impulse because I like Ricky and Keel. I didn't actually realize when I bought it that there was going to be a lot of discussion of like anxiety and, and mental mm-hmm. illness, but it mm-hmm. actually makes me more interested to read it because I was just like, Oh, I like Ricky and Keel. Like, <laughs> that was, that was my entire thought process. So. Yeah. I've heard really good things about it in terms of being very candid and open about, obviously anxiety is not something that a lot of major leaguers are open about. Osuna mm-hmm. obviously being the exception. I just said, obviously like six times. Sorry. But the fact that Osuna's talking about it, the fact that Rick and Kale's book is talking about it, I think are really great signs. Osuna particularly is, has had such a spotlight recently that, you know, I'm very sorry he's having trouble, but hopefully the fact that he has been getting a lot of attention and is doing so well, though it means that people are speaking about it in a different way than they would be if he were doing badly, Hopefully it will be helpful for other people who might be going through similar issues to make them feel like they can speak out about it, or at least to make them feel like they're not by themselves dealing with it. And it's, hopefully it will, uh, because people are speaking about it differently because he's having such a good time, maybe we'll change the way we always talk about it a little bit, make it easier for us to talk about it in the right way and not, not the just suck it up, man, kind of way. Mm-hmm. Rub some dirt in it. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and I think if you're good... And he is having a good season. And you talk about, like, I don't know, the the mental health tax of being good. 
um, that can, yeah, that can obviously weigh in people's minds. But at the same time, like, you get the opposite of, effect of, like, well, he's having all this anxiety, but he's overcome it, and he's been really good. So suck it up and rub some dirt in it when his message was like, no, I'm I'm really having some problems. I need to take a day off and be on, the, like, essentially on the DL for mental health issues the same way I would for, a, you know, shoulder strain. Maybe we need to have, um, maybe that's a conversation that Major League Baseball needs to have. Like, we've improved our DL, and I really do think that this new DL system is working um, with the 10-day and everything like that. Maybe that's a and conversation. Sorry? Concussion deal. Yeah, the yeah. concussion yeah. one, which has been around for a long time. But I think that they, they did just adjust it a little bit too. But, I mean, maybe that's something that we need to have. If we're going to have a special DL for somebody who's, you know, taken a knock to the head and we want to make sure they don't have a concussion, or if they do have a concussion, we're treating it properly, like maybe there needs to be a DL for, um, you know, you're having a mental illness issue you know, this is not, oh, I drank too much. I need a mental health day. You know what I mean? Like this is, you're having a mental illness issue and you need to take time off, but making you go on the 10 day DL is more than it, you know, it's not worth it. Right. Yeah. How would you do that for a roster spot? I, I don't know. I, don't I think know. they would probably have to do it as day to day. Yeah. Put, put in a bench put in a bench person starting or obviously for pitching that's you know different you just sort of re, yeah. re think how you're using the bullpen for that day well because the paternity list for example yeah you get a roster spot for it don't you you're not active officially when you're on the paternity list yeah you know maybe the, or the bereavement list maybe that's how they like they could treat it that way you know if someone has to like suddenly go to you know like their grandmother's funeral or something like that like you do get a call up yeah I do, but I want it. I would want it to be treated more like an injury than like grief. Well, yes, yes, yes. But I'm saying that that model. Yeah. That like that like it's the, the paternity leave and the bereavement leave are basically the same thing. You get a couple of days because you have an unexpected circumstance, and you and the team gets a roster call up, but it's so short term. But yeah, just, that that would be very short term. It's too bad there's not. Well, I guess we just shortened the DL for a reason. I was going to say something about like a 30 day DL, but. There's a lot of reasons why we don't have that. No one would have to do a roster slot for that. <laughs> Speaking of our own roster moves. Oy vey. Yeah, well, because of we've had um, a lot of injuries that are making me very sad in my soul. But we've called up some, some new guys, and we haven't really talked about most of them on this thing. So I think maybe... It's because I've never heard of them. <laughs> I'm, like, off the radar for, like, a week. And the next thing I know, we're all yelling about some dude named Rayburn. <laughs> Who the hell is Rayburn? <laughs> what is he doing in my outfield? Where did he come from? And what does he want from me? <laughs> He's not an alien. He didn't, like, descend out of... He might be an alien. I don't know who Ryan Rayburn is. Is he green, Kay? You've seen him in person, right? You've seen him in person. Yes, I have. Um, I can't picture him in my mind. He, <laughs> he looks much older than he... Than, than he is or looks younger than he is i don't know when he took his hat off i was like that is not the age i thought you were he's like 27 i think he's 36 no he's not yes he's not 36 he's born in 1981 are you looking up the right person that does not sound right yes he's in a nationals hat (laughs) we don't have two guys ryan rayburn we have two trays that is totally different and and Treb through Trex, we're, we're looking for him. <laughs> like, no, he's been playing since two thousand four. What the? 
Now where, I'm really confused. Where yes. was he before? Um, he was with Cleveland. Uh, he was with Colorado for, for last year. And then Cleveland, Detroit. I mean, he was AL until 2015. Until 2016, really. Detroit and then Cleveland. I mean, he's been an unspectacular, largely unspectacular player. Yeah. Um, is the is the issue. So, you know, he... I'm, I'm just looking at his... His... Um, OBP just as sort of a, a thing. Mm-hmm. So he was good for Colorado last year. Um, he was good for Cleveland last year, though he's largely hit off the bench for most of his career. Um, is is what I'm looking at. So you know, you'll have a, a season where he has had you know 66 games played, stuff like that. Um, but he played for Colorado last year, um, 113 games. Now that was 256 plate appearances. So, yeah, that that breaks it down to about two and a half plate appearances per game, right? Yes. A mm-hmm. um, little less than two and a half, more like 2.25. Can we pause while I do math? <laughs> so, I, we got him from the White Sox. It looks like the week I left. Yeah, I... 2.265. I'm good. Thank you. Who did we give the White Sox? Money. Did we give them? No, we would never give anybody money. What am I talking about? Um, I don't know. I don't know. I thought I thought that we had done a whole bunch of minor league deals with for this guy, and that he was like just an old rookie, Clint Robinson style. I my mind is a little bit blown by this information. <laughs> yeah, I mean, we are all in the in the who the who the f is Ryan Rayburn? Okay, yeah, so he I, was in the White Sox AAA. <sighs> Why are you not telling me who we traded for him? We he must have given up something. A person, as far as we can tell. It was probably some minor <laughs> leaguer that we don't know. So, yeah. like, he's doing a good job filling in. Um, I was going to say, because, Sydney, when we were at a game, I think you said something about, like, I don't know anything about him. I'm just going to keep calling him the new guy. And I keep thinking, like, well, he's been doing pretty well, so I'm going to have to start thinking of something else to call him besides the new guy. But now, and I now we have a newer guy. Now yeah, we have a newer but- guy. And also, like, I still don't really have anything about him. He's just a guy um, who's hitting well. So, good job, buddy. Um, he does look a little like Columbia, Maryland native Steve Lombardozzi. Are we sure he is not Columbia, Maryland native Steve Lombardozzi? Yes. Well, they were in the league at the same time. Also, it was a player to be named later. I found it. Oh, oh okay. well, that's how we don't know. Okay. But, yes, we do have a newer guy now, Annabelle Sanchez. Annabelle um, Sanchez? No, not Annabelle Sanchez. Oh, my God. <laughs> I was like, when did we pick him up? Yeah, that would be that would be a that would be really nice, wouldn't it? Yeah, my brain just went to the totally wrong place there. Uh, Adrian Sanchez. Adrian, Jesus. Sorry. Um, though they've been calling him Sanchi in the player interviews, and I'm like, that's that doesn't nickname. No, oh, no, boy. no. Like, we'll, we'll come up with something better. They do call Brian Goodwin Goody, which makes me <sighs> delighted. Like we're all in the crucible. Uh-huh. Um, good, good. I saw Goody Good with the devil. I saw Goody Good in left field. <laughs> yeah, starting Sanchez. with the fly ball. Adrian Sanchez is kind of cute. I am seeing his face for the first time. So. And he's yeah. sort of like a. I mean, there's a there's some weight to him. If I if I'm correct on this, like he's got expectations. Yeah. Um. He's a little bit older for this to be his first season. He's 26. Um. He got his first knock last night, which was great. Mm-hmm. Um. And most game winning run. And first game running run in the 10th, you know, everything was beautiful um, for like five minutes. But 
mostly what people were impressed by was his first at bat, which he eventually did strike out on, was just one of those long nationals, I'm going to be a frustrating jerk to pitch to at bats. Like it showed a lot of sort of maturity of eye. Mm-hmm. Um, and so that's why people are fairly keen on him. Like he's not doing the rookie thing where he's like really trying to like hit a grand slam because that'll get you the game winning run or not grand mm-hmm. slam, but the people on base. Like he wasn't trying to get that. He really was just like, you can tell getting on base, being patient. Like it was a very Rendonish at bat. Good. We need a little more of that. And uh, he's what? He plays shortstop, right? right? Yeah. 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 He's a shortstop pinch hitter and, and pitch runner. I've only seen him hit off the. I think he, maybe he got one start as short. Oh. But we, we need to get some, We you know, with Trey being out for the next, you know, at least month. Um, we need, to, I know. We, it, it's nice to see that he's being replaced by somebody at, presumably, who can play his position, <clears throat> who is as focused on, you know, is focused on getting on base and not just trying to, like, hit four grand slams every at-bat. Yeah. yeah. I mean, we've, we've talked about Trey in the past being sort of a spark, and definitely one of the big things about him was just, obviously, the base stealing, but as well, just the getting on base, getting on base, getting on base. Mm-hmm. And as a team, obviously, our offense has been clicking a lot this year, but, you know, you can have that fall apart real fast if the lineup just stops flowing well and so i'm glad that we have another really obp focused guy coming Mm in Um, side note i was just you know metaphorically weeping over trey but in a slight moment of it can always be worse oh no the mets brandon nimmo just went on the dl with a partially collapsed lung what (gasps) how they don't know James Wagner is on Twitter saying he complained pregame yesterday of discomfort. He was at the hospital for the entire game. He has been released. Cause unclear. Did he get hit in the chest with a with anything? Like No. James Wagner says no collision or related. I I got nothing. This is bizarre. I mean, so we've been conversing a lot on Twitter with a Mets Marlins podcast, Mets Yankees Marlins podcast called, called Flipping Bats and Winning Games. And shout they're like, out. <laughs> shout out, hey Ursula, um, and Mitch. We need, and they were like, we, they need a necromancer to like work on Cespedes's hamstrings. And I'm like, those are called doctors. <laughs> those yeah, are doctors, and there is medical science. And like the fact that Johannes Cespedes was allowed to allow himself to get dehydrated. Drink water, Jesus oh Moses. Don't be like me. Kidney stones are terrible. Yeah. But and, and he's like, and everyone's like, yeah. He's like, well, he doesn't like the flavor of water. I'm like, get the little crystal light pouches and, and pour it in his water. Or you can do what <laughs> our training staff did back when Steven Strasburg almost passed out because of the Atlanta heat. And they make all their pitchers go on IV bags when it's hot out. Yeah. Just like chug an IV before bizarre. the game. IVs are not risk-free kids. You can get an infection. Yeah, okay, but, I mean, but they're not doing them in their own basements. Like they're being administered by trained medical staff. You can uh, get an infection from trained medical staff. True, true but you can also but, get an an issue from neuromancers or necromancers. Neuromancers is a different thing, but necromancers working on your hamstrings because you you know. You yeah, no. Whatever the Mets, whatever the Mets' so-called medical staff is doing, 
I mean, between what was it, Wilmer Flores with the septic arthritis in his knee? Yeah. Now, Nimmo's got a collapsed lung. I mean, something is happening to these poor guys. This isn't a joke anymore. What are they doing? You know, and that is one thing that, like, I, I know you got you got into medical school. Did they ask you during your interviews why you wanted to be a doctor? Yeah. Did you say so I can fix the Mets? No, I don't want to fix the Mets. <laughs> but a little. I mean, yeah. I mostly want to put R.A. Dickey in a functional MRI machine and make him throw. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, I mean, that's that's fair. Um, he doesn't have a UCL. How do you not oh have a UCL? God. I'm never going to be over this. <laughs> yeah. Well, he was never. dealing last night. I mean, I I don't like the Braves, but I'm like, oh, this is getting to be a problem because I like R.A. Dickey and I like Kurt Suzuki. And, like, and then we play at Atlanta and I'm like, oh, yeah, that's why I don't like him. <laughs> Stupid tomahawk chop, like mm, ha- hatred fire rekindled. And you can <laughs> like a couple people and hate the entire team and organization and everything else. Or you can be like me and just cry that those people aren't back with us. In the case of Kurt Suzuki, yeah. Don't get me wrong. Oh my god. I'm so relieved, speaking of short catchers, that somebody picked up Miguel Montero after he was DFA'd because <laughs> there are no catchers under six feet there just aren't i thought of you when he got dfa'd actually if i was gonna have to find another catcher for my fantasy team like it just wasn't gonna work i wasn't gonna have another one can i confess something what i haven't looked at our fantasy league in like three weeks because i'm losing that bad i'm losing real bad you're you're at the bottom i know because i haven't done anything in terms of player trades and i haven't looked at it in weeks (laughs) you and i are actually matched up right now Cool, you're gonna beat no. me. <laughs> Wait. Yeah, you're the Rockford Peaches, right? Yep. I'm getting my ass handed to me. So eh. Yeah. Uh, like. All right. Um, are we coming up on we're coming up on we, the end. Yeah, yeah, I think so. Um I I I do wanna say one last thing about the injuries because my boy, my precious sweet dear son, Michael A. Taylor, is also hurt now and I I hope this all star break gets him back into form because we can't like we can't keep we can't keep having people go down it's like we're one more whack and before the apple cart gets turned over i feel like and um, yeah seriously like and mikey after like he he's been having such a good season after on his like final chance and now he's hurt and i'm just like this can't be happening this can't be happening that being said, um, there was an article in the post that was like, Dusty is more DL happy and resting the starters happy than most other managers. So it's one of those things where yeah. I'm kind of like, yes, it's very clear that the regulars are getting rested much more frequently than they are than they have been in, in past seasons and compared to other teams. And so my hope is that Michael A, because like Dusty said at the beginning of the season, like this is his last chance. We've been talking to him, and if he doesn't yeah. do it, it's it's done. So yeah, I, I yeah. hope this is just is prevented. To, like I think yeah. having a go on the DL, take more rest is is a good idea as a like player policy. So I'm hoping that that's what this is for Michael A. Taylor because I really don't want him actually. Ser- I don't want him seriously hurt in general, and I especially don't want him seriously hurt right now. Yeah. But I think that, like, the idea of, um, so one of the things in the article was, like, players are always hesitant to sit a day or go on the DL because they fear that, like, their replacement will become their permanent replacement. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But I think with Michael A., like, he's proven to be a solid starter. 
Uh, yeah, especially yeah, he he has. I don't I don't think I don't think that Brian Goodwin is going to usurp him in center field. I mean, I like I'm liking I'm liking Goody very much, but you know, it's I I just don't see that happening. Yeah, so we'll it's see more, what happens when Worth comes back. Yeah, which is supposed to be right after the All Star break, right? Hopefully, yeah, let's hope this has already gone on much longer than I think anybody anticipated it being. So let's hope. Yeah, so that's what I mean. Be- that was another thing that happened like within 48 hours of me leaving the country. So I think I found out two weeks in, and I was like, "What the hell happened to Jason?" Maybe, Moore? maybe that's what. Ha- maybe you need to come back to us so that people stop getting hurt. Don't blame it on me. No, I'm, I'm not blaming like it on you. You're the good luck charm. You need to come back. But that means that it would make her. It, it that makes it my fault. Okay. It makes it her fault. It is not your fault. It's not your fault. That's not what I meant to imply. I'm sorry if that's what I implied. Well, uh, I'll be home on the 21st. Okay. So, you know, everybody everybody, hang in there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Don't collapse any lungs, please. <laughs> See, now, now I'm afraid of that, which is not something I'm normally afraid of when it comes to baseball. <laughs> I don't know how you how how do you just collapse a lung? I mean, I don't I don't have an explanation for this. Like without collision or external injury. I mean, yeah. May, maybe it's just like shortness of breath and like it is a partially collapsed lung in that it's not inflating fully. Like lungs people, you know, and and Laura obviously you probably have more hands-on experience with actual human lungs than I do. Sadly, yes. Um, but like people envision lungs as these two like party balloons that extend from from some part of your chest and just sort of inflate and deflate but they're they're lobed like they have sort of a complex series of pocket systems um which is very surprising the first time you see it so like hopefully it's just like i'm used to him him going like i'm used to x amount of breath volume and i'm getting y amount of breath volume and they're like oh this part of this lobe of your lung is is inflating slightly more incompletely or something like that but then still why, but yeah. Yeah. Um, but, I mean, there's a number of reasons yeah. clinically, but with no underlying health condition and no trauma, it's not. It's weird. Yeah. yeah I mean, there's probably something going on that they haven't identified. Yeah. But um, it's not the one of the party balloons in your chest popped. Yeah. Right. Oh, no. A collapsed lung does not mean there's a hole in it. Yeah. Right. I think people sometimes think that. It, there can be a hole in your lung and it can cause it to collapse, but that's not usually the case. Usually, honestly, if you cough hard enough, you can sometimes just pop it back open. Ooh. Basically, it's sort of sticking to itself, so it's yeah. not inflating him as much when you breathe yeah. in. Yeah. Um, yeah. They actually have a machine for like people who have trouble coughing because they have weak chest muscles that can like help you cough hard, mm. and you can uncollapse your lung with one of those machines. I don't recommend it. It seems really uncomfortable. Yeah. But- Mm-hmm. You can. But yeah, so like partially when people envision collapsed lung, they're envisioning like a puncture wound and like all of this where it's like, okay, if he's normally used to X breath volume. Right. And as an athlete, you're going to be more sensitive to that. Mm-hmm. Hopefully he's fine. <sighs> yeah. Hopefully he goes home and he breathes in a lot of steam. Yeah. And coughs a bunch and like takes some mucinex. And hopefully the Mets medical staff isn't like, well, a hundred years ago, we would have said this was because of a small troll living in your stomach. But today we know it's an imbalance of bodily humors. Like, yeah, let's hope they don't bust out the leeches. Like, like Theodoric of oh. New York is, should yeah. not be on your medical staff, Mets. Oh, anyway. Anyway. <laughs> and on that note. Yeah, on that, on on that, that note. wonderfully 
us note. <laughs> that very graphic medical I think note. We should start wrapping this up. Um, Laura, you want to give us a quick summation of uh, quick fan uh, quick fancy stats, queer fancy stats. Oh, um, always. So yeah, so update on queer fancy stats. Last month for June, the charity was Capital Pride DC, as you may recall, and the final total turned out to be sixty-six dollars. It was slightly under, I don't think it was 66 even, but because it's 66 and, you know, yeah. sixes are the devil, blah, blah, blah. I'm very entertained by the fact that Jen rounded it up. I hope Murphy would oh, be no, equally it's just, entertained. It's just because Capital Pride wouldn't take a, a non-round number donation. I'm going to choose to believe it's about the devil. Okay. It's because Capital Pride wouldn't let them donate cents. <laughs> That's a very nice explanation, Sydney, and I am I choosing to ignore it. The sixth month. Six? No? Okay. Fine. You guys clearly don't think about, like, blasphemous numerology it's as much as six, I do. It's six, no. six for that, not six, six, by the it, way. It's close. Yeah. Sixes are bad. Anyway. Anyway. So, anyway. Um, so this month's charity is... Um, Smile DMV, which is a DC or area organization which provides services for LGBTQ youth in the DC area. Um, and there's also a special charity for the All-Star Game, as Jen mentioned in the last episode. She's chosen, I believe the same as last year, the Trevor Project. The idea being that because it's a national event, the organization for it will be a national organization. So for the regular game, Smile DMV is local, whereas the Trevor Project is national. And the July total so far, today is only the 8th, um, but the July total so far is $9.53 as of the end of that walk-off last night. Okay. So about a... Oh, sorry. Nope. With the walk-off, $10.41. Okay. I was looking at the ninth inning like that was the end of it. My so mistake. We're averaging a little more than a dollar a day at the moment. Yeah, apparently. Yeah. So yeah, $10.41 thus far, and we'll see how high that total goes. All right. Word. <laughs> all-star predictions anybody who you got what all-star predictions yeah the game who you got nlal well i'm always gonna root for the nl always no not who are you rooting for who do you think is actually gonna win i on it you can't predict the all-star game i feel like why not because nothing in it makes any kind of logical sense <laughs> there it's just like let's throw a guy out you know let's let's just this guy hasn't gotten a chance to play for his team yet so we're gonna send him out I don't know. I don't think anybody's taking it seriously enough to make an accurate prediction. I'm predicting the NL. I'm calling it. Okay. I think it's their year. I am predicting what's, what's, uh, Derby Finals, Judge, and Stanton. It's not just because that's what I want. Yeah, no, I think that's fair. Everybody's predicting that. Yeah, everyone's predicting that. And for good reason. Yeah, that's um, what I want. I'm predicting I'm going to watch the game and comment entirely on how stupid the game is I'm watching and yet <laughs> watch it anyway. Of course. Well... That's kind of what we do here. <laughs> okay, so yeah, keep an eye out for us on All Star Night on our Twitter account, Rest in Pitch Face with no G. Check out our all of our back episodes on our new website, restingpitchface.com, which it, in and of itself contains a link to our uh, new merch store, resting or zazzle.com slash restingpitchface. And um, Please do like us and subscribe to us on iTunes. If you have a minute, give us a review there. All that stuff really does kind of help us out. Send us any comments, concerns, questions, and 
fun things you want to see in future all-star games fun jousting competition jousting matchups for the all-star game you want to see to our uh gmail restingpitchface at gmail.com for all of us i'm Kay. i'm laura and i'm sydney let's go nats let's go nats let's go nats please come back tyler not the same since you went away We really miss your eyewear And the way you confused that is at the plate There's a C for you right next to Drew And we need you to pitch the A Besides there's no other team Uses chocolates as a celebrate